0: Welcome to this week's Frost Monkey Podcasts with your host, Coyote. And
1: Jack, the podcast with your weekly video game news.
0: Our first topic this week is Nintendo wins a $2 million lawsuit against a Switch piracy hack store.
1: Ooh. So Nintendo
0: sued, uh, what's the name of it, a website, um, (laughs) uberchips.com. That allowed customers to play pirated games. The tools were made by Team Executor and Anonymous Hacking Group, which have reportedly released several jailbreaking hacks for the Switch. The site and its owner have agreed to a 2 million judgment order by the Northern District Court of Ohio, as seen in this proposed final judgment. The ruling also means the store must destroy all of its remaining stock and cannot sell similar products going forward. Uh, A second case that was filed against the lesser-known site operators is said to be ongoing. Still, Team Executor, the creators of the tools being sold, have denied Nintendo's claims that it's a piracy group and has previously accused the company of censorship, monopolistic control, and legal scare tactics, believing they have the right to mess around with Nintendo's property.
1: It's not really good, right there, is it?
0: I mean, in Nintendo's user agreement, when you buy a Switch, it does literally say in there that Nintendo still owns full property over your console.
1: <laughs> they say full property, however, and they have the right going to revoke games. it. Revoke the. Your Your ownership over it? uh, Your permission permission
0: to use it. Like They can shut down your system, technically.
1: Okay. My question is, during this uh, lawsuit, what were they suing them for, exactly?
0: I believe... Let me go look at the website. It might be down, but I'm gonna see. If it's not, we might be able to see what they were selling.
1: As I said, the censorship, the monopolistic controls, and legal scare tactics... They do not
0: have it anymore. The website's down. Okay. So, um, I believe what they were doing, they were selling these chips that allowed you to, like, hack your console into playing unauthorized games. I believe that's what it was.
1: Oh, okay. So, people could play, like, PlayStation games and stuff.
0: Yeah, kind of, I no. think. I think it's more pirating <laughs> games than playing other people's games.
1: Oh. Yeah, they so, definitely like, do So, like, you it can there. play,
0: like, Splatoon 2 without buying it and
1: such. Yeah, that definitely puts a little bit of a hindrance on the Nintendo Switch and their productivity, I guess.
0: Yeah. Uh, So, Go ahead.
1: They would definitely go further if they actually communicated to these companies and started like, you know, maybe we could sell the game online instead of having people go around their system.
0: I mean, it's just really people not wanting to pay money for games it's just classic pirating pirating is always going to exist
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah it is going to exist we can really do anything and it says here nintendo wants twenty five hundred dollars per trafficking violation
0: <laughs> holy cow i didn't see that where's that at
1: it's on it's on the link if you put nintendo's recently filed lawsuit
0: Oh, Scroll down, yeah. So the next topic we're gonna to talk about is some Super Mario Thirty Five was released yesterday. Let me refresh the page because all of these articles are a little old. It was released on Wednesday. One, right? um, I just like two hours ago finally got my first win. Started playing it yesterday night, playing it all night. This morning I was playing it. I finally got my first win. It's really addicting. I'm really enjoying the game. I highly recommend it if you have. A Nintendo online subscription I personally don't but Nintendo offers uh, just for a hundred silver coins which is super easy to do just log into your my Nintendo rewards for a hundred silver coins you get a week free and I've been able to continuously redeem it so I mean as long as you just get a couple silver coins you can redeem a week and play it for a week uh, it is a limited time so after March 31st you'll be unable to play the game which seems to really suck because this game is really fun and I've been enjoying it. <laughs> so highly recommend to play it. If you have it, try it out. It's really fun. Super Mario brothers, but you're battling 35 players. Every time you kill, uh, uh, enemy and Mario, it gets sent to whoever you're targeting. So you can get overrun by like 50 Goombas and stuff. It's really fun.
1: That's awesome. And you said you got your first one.
0: Yeah, I got my first one like an hour ago ish. <laughs>
1: dang is it just one level or is it like multiple levels
0: It's the entire game the entire what? first game
1: so 100 people are playing that first
0: 35
1: first 35 levels
0: well 35 people are playing oh. the um, original game it's really weird though because sometimes you'll complete the game of the level you'll be sent back to the first one I'm not really yeah. sure how the worlds work yet
1: hmm Oh, we have a lot of stuff to talk about, technology. so let's
0: get on to the next one. All right. <laughs> former Rockstar Games employees raised $42 million to destroy GTA 6. So, former uh, North Rockstar Games... I forget the exact name of the company. Let me find it real quick on here. So, his name is Leslie Benzies. Former COO or CEO, whatever you want to call it. GTA developer. Uh, former CEO of Rockstar Games. Northern Rockstar Games, so the one in like Vancouver or whatever. Uh, secured $41 million to fund a company that he just started um, in his game everywhere. So his game everywhere, from what I've read, is basically... Kind of like GTA, but in space? <laughs> this in Is space? weird?
1: How would you... How is that... What? So, so the website he... offers
0: only a vague left... details about what exactly Everywhere is about, where it will take place, or where gamers should expect even to see a trailer. But while Benzie's brainchild seems to be nothing more than a concept for now, his vision for eventually San... Uh, Even toll sandbox title does highlight a gripe that GTA fans have had with Rockstar and Take Two: a shameless amount of bureaucracy, obligation. Jeez. So, uh, this guy is gonna try to take down GTA 6, and okay. a lot of people are already ticked off of Rockstar. So we'll see what happens. people are mad at Rockstar, they're not teasing anything about GTA 6. They say it's in development. I believe they said that once. Uh, Some of the voice actors have come out and said, yeah, we've recorded things for GTA 6, which I'm pretty sure they can't really say. I don't think they said it, but I think they implied it with their weird legal things. Um, Mm. And then others just are ticked off about Rockstar because of how much microtransactions they put into their games.
1: Boy, that's like the only way they make money. (laughs)
0: Yeah, but people are always going to be ticked off with that. I think it's more that they really kind of force it. It's not as bad on... I would say it's not as bad on the Red Dead Redemption games. No,
1: it's
0: not But on GTA, it's pretty terrible. Like, you need a lot of money to basically do anything in that game. Because there's no real story. Kind of like in Red Dead Online, there is a story. That you can follow without having to pay money to do hmm but on GTA to do anything story based you need the money and to get money you need to do the stories so you need to figure out how to get your starting million dollars which could take months to do legitimately if you don't do special promotions and stuff
1: yeah it's gonna take like a month or so
0: <laughs> yeah
1: It's a very long starting game at the beginning.
0: Yeah, so we'll see how that turns out. I'm sure we'll be talking about that more in the future. But let's get into our Minecraft section because a lot of stuff's happened in the world of Minecraft yesterday because of the time recording it is Sunday. So yesterday Mm -hmm. during Minecraft Live, we'll talk about that in a second. But October 1st, Nintendo dropped a bombshell revealing Minecraft Steve for Super Smash Bros. Ultimate. Uh, Steve, <laughs> The main character of Minecraft, Steve, is coming alongside of Alex, Zombie, and Enderman. All those characters are going to be coming, including a brand new stage themed from the game, and seven new music tracks.
1: Seven new music tracks? That's pretty good. I wonder if they're going to put Herobrine Brian in that.
0: <laughs> um, They do have the alternate costumes, and more quickly, surprisingly here Brian isn't on there. You would think it would be. But they have like yeah. two male skins, two female skins, then zombie and Enderman.
1: <laughs> That's actually pretty cool. Enderman so, though, think, is that like a is it like a Pokemon thing where they have to like check it?
0: So I believe what it is, it's there. It's gonna be similar to. uh what's the thing? I think it's gonna be similar to like the Pikmin people. Well, they're basically the same, but they have tiny differences. Mm-hmm. from the zombie oh. nerdman uh i don't know i they're probably shown already because i did not actually watch the video where they fully explained everything yeah. about the characters nor did i look at news articles because i've been busy but from the announcement trader they kind of look like they're basically the same they just have tiny differences uh but the video i do have to say <laughs> probably one of the greatest character reviews ever uh it's just hilarious how they like sonic punches mario into the world of minecraft that mario gets blown up from a creeper
1: (laughs) that was funny and then they have different maps on it don't they
0: yeah the creator of the game uh sakurai said he had to rebuild every single super smash brothers map to allow steve from minecraft to place blocks on there really every single map had to be uh, reworked uh for steve to work Seems like a lot of work for one character. <laughs>
1: that is a crap ton of work. Now,
0: Especially initially, I you. planned about talking about this topic for a lot longer. We'll probably talk about it maybe a bit later if we have some time. But yeah. Minecraft Live happened on Saturday, and so much stuff was announced. And so much stuff that I don't even think Jack knows. So this is going to become a surprise nope. for Jack. So, Minecraft Live was announced. I did not watch most of the live show. I kind of just glanced through some of the stuff they announced. So, the first thing they did is the mob vote versus um, Moo Bloom, Ice Logger, and Glow Squid. I personally was Team Ice Logger, but somehow Glow Squid won. I'm lost. <laughs> Glow Squid is a squid that glows. <laughs> oh that's adding on to it they're gonna they're gonna oh they're not they're gonna make a new squid that glows oh that's it (laughs) versus an ice logger which is like an (laughs) illager that lives on the mountains that throws like ice blocks at you and stuff like that to throw you off cliffs
1: okay and then they also have a cave update don't they
0: yeah so i'm gonna get to that so the cave and cliffs update is going to be coming out. It's going to be following right after the nether update. So the cave update is an all new generations to cave and mountains, including new cave variants, new mobs, crafting recipes, ores, and more quality of life improvements, uh, better inventory management, and more, a brand new archeology span system that introduces different ways to mine and countless changes that we have not known about yet. So the cave and cliff updates introduces stalagmites to the thing that fall down from mountains, lush forest, like, I should say forest, like, but lush kind of plant-based caves, wide mega caves that are open, local water levels. So not every single water level is the same height now. So some caves can have high level of water. Some caves can have low water. Um, okay. Some caves could be like halfly submerged water. Mm-hmm. There's be a lot of stuff happening with that. Um, okay. Alright, give me a second. So, Education and Global Build Championships been announced. I did not actually read about this. So, Minecraft Education Edition also continues to go from strength to strength with new and now is about to start its first ever international design tournament with the Global Build Championship. An ambitious Ooh. endeavor that sees teams of one to three students work together to create a sustainable environment for humans and animals to coexist in. This week's Frost Monkey Podcast is sponsored by us. Visit us on twitch.tv slash coyote, K-Y-O-D-Y.
1: Where we will be streaming games ranging from Minecraft all the way to Red Dead Redemption 2. And hopefully, later on in the future, a new game called New World.
0: Thank you. Now back to your podcast. wow <laughs> okay the new lesson category focuses on racial equality and ex- exploration of civil rights movements in history and is also coming to minecraft education edition further expanding just how much students and children can learn from this powerful education tool uh disguised as a popular video game
1: education tool as in like problem solving type stuff or... uh, they
0: do a lot of coding on there
1: Oh, yeah, that's what I'm talking about.
0: So, a new milestone. Minecraft crossed a new milestone. Uh, It's no secret that Minecraft is a massive game, but it just continues to break record after record, which I guess is slightly less impressive when it's Minecraft's own records. It's breaking. (laughs) At Minecraft Live, we learned that Minecraft has crossed some serious, impressive milestones, including an increase of 90% in Minecraft sessions since the start of the pandemic and nearly $132 Uh, 132 millions monthly active users and most interesting Minecraft has been played in every country and territory around the world, including Antarctica. So now, Antarctica is not what confuses me. What confuses me is how they're playing it in North Korea. (laughs) Every country and territory it's been played in.
1: That's actually pretty good.
0: That's that's impressive, but that who is. in North in, who in North Korea is playing Minecraft?
1: I mean, they probably they they're probably only allowed to buy like only allowed to buy like the game itself and not like anything online. Whew.
0: Do they even have any games there? I don't even know.
1: I, I I'm not know. gonna think about that.
0: <laughs> they announced a new Minecraft Dungeons DLC.
1: Oh yeah, I heard about that. That's kind of like a wow, isn't it?
0: uh well more like diablo
1: diablo okay
0: uh they're announcing cross play with minecraft dungeons
1: cross play mm-hmm.
0: so the switch playstation xbox and pc could play together
1: oh okay crossover <laughs> i thought you made, you make crossover on that's actually pretty cool
0: and there's a lot more stuff that I'll just slowly grant through because this article kind of ended. Uh, so another th- more things they announced is goats are going to be coming, the a lot of creation tools are going to be coming, amethysts are going to be coming, coppers coming, copper. um, lightning rods are going to be coming. So you place lightning rods and lightning will strike that instead of striking your house and burning it down. Uh, copper <laughs> is really cool because it actually rusts over time. Really? So you place it down, and over time, it'll start slowly turning green.
1: Can you clean it? That's what I want to know.
0: No idea. Uh, they added the most powerful mob in Minecraft, which kills you in two hits with full netherite gear.
1: <laughs> what? No. <laughs> no. And what it's is
0: found that? in caves.
1: No. What is that? Is that a fucking dragon? <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, it's just like a golem looking thing
1: that nasty it's super that nasty weird world. this guy
0: like one of the developers walked in and it's weird too he doesn't see you
1: he doesn't he see hears
0: you hears you oh which makes it even creepier so how you, you can like throw a snowball at a wall and he'll walk towards that but if you make too much noise he'll walk towards you and kill you in two hits <laughs> <laughs> uh but in terms of that there's now wireless redstone
1: wireless Yes. Who There's the a new fu-
0: redstone block.
1: Is it fucking Bluetooth? Like, what, no. what is going on? <laughs> Bluetooth.
0: <laughs> There's a new redstone block, which allows you to, um, allows it to hear vibrations.
1: Hear vibrations? So if you're walking around it, so it'll activate? if you're activate. walking near it, uh, or if you, you throw
0: something near it, it'll vibrate and it'll disperse a redstone current. Like, it'll shoot a shockwave oh. of redstone current, and it'll activate something.
1: That would actually be good if you want to do like secret doors and stuff. That it probably uses the same mechanics as the golem, not gonna lie. Yeah, it is.
0: It does. Um, and but the nice part is you can kinda of suffocate the sound so it can only hear it suffocate. in one direction. I don't really know how to really describe that well. <laughs> but uh it allows you to do that by placing wool beside it, it will not hear sounds through wool, so you could divert it to only hear sounds in one area. Mm, and this is really good. useful too. Um, as it is activated by any sound, not just player-made sounds. So you can have it activate uh, by a piston activating, then that thing activates, and you can have a piston trail going upwards, causing it to constantly be activating these little tiny things. And there's these creator tools, which is weird. The way they showed it off is they placed this custom skull on this custom-looking block, and then yeah. a door opened.
1: Interesting.
0: So I'm not really sure how they didn't do that. Because, again, I didn't really watch the live show. They may have described it more in the live show. But I ironically don't like the yakety yakking of talk shows. <laughs> and meanwhile, we're kind of making one. <laughs> um, so, yeah, there's a lot of stuff going on in Minecraft. I'm excited for the cave update. It's looking really cool. On to the next one, unless you have some stuff you want to talk about. On that, Jack. Uh,
1: no, you're good. Keep going. You talking about Spider-Man remastered?
0: Yes, we're talking about Spider-Man. Spider-Man on the PS Five. Um, his he, face just—he's get, <laughs> getting a—he's getting a facelift.
1: Because. And because people the...
0: are mad about it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's because it didn't render correctly, and like his his facial structure is a little bit like the computer can't read it, so they had to redo all structure of on the yeah. video game. They had to and get a new tweet...
0: actor and everything because <laughs> he face tweets didn't look good enough.
1: <laughs> he tweets, guys, it's my face's fault. The stupid bones in my face, blame the bones. <laughs> I feel so bad for that guy. He's like, gosh dang it, and everybody's just like, what's going on? Oh, can't wait for it. (laughs) Can't wait to see what they do with that, because that's like a couple, it's like thousands of dollars to replace, isn't it? it?
0: His face looks really different, and honestly, I like the old face better. It looks better than the new one.
1: Yeah, but what was possibly wrong with the old face?
0: (laughs) I don't know. I guess it doesn't look
1: 4K. Face change. 4K. (laughs) (laughs) I want to see it. I want to see it. So we're looking at that on no, top uh, the oh go ahead. I think wait wait wait. Okay, so if you look at the phase, is it is it the one on the left or the right? Like you got the one with the uh the calming tone colors and then you got the dark blue colors.
0: The one on the right. Uh is the, the one new that's one? like smooth. Is the new one? It's the old
1: one. Yeah, I definitely like the old one. Old one's better. <laughs> he looks
0: creepy up. in the new one.
1: He does. He does. They really put a lot of detail I would the encourage eye.
0: you guys to look up Spider-Man face change and see what we're talking about.
1: Yeah. it just
0: kind of like creepy in the new one. Kind of looks like he's been on crack.
1: <laughs> his lips have gotten bigger, his nose is wider. He's
0: got more like wrinkles everywhere. It's creepy.
1: He's got like he's got like He's got like bigger cheeks <laughs> that are sagging a little bit more. Yeah. They even changed his ears. Like, like his older ones, he had ear lobes, and then the new one, there's no ear lobes. <laughs> so creepy.
0: All right. So the next thing is Nintendo leak reveals unreleased Game Boy Advance successor. So back when the DS was released, Nintendo said this was going to be a third branch into their gaming hardware. So they had the console branch, they had the portable branch, and then they're going to make a third branch like the DS branch. They claimed that the DS was not a successor to the Game Boy.
1: They claimed it. That's what they said.
0: And a lot of people just thought that's um that was just them covering their backs in case uh, the DS was a failure. But recently, people have found a Game Boy Advance successor um code name iris which has never been disclosed um, details about the hardware uh it was interesting because it would have had similar abilities to the ds without its dual screen mechanic so it would not feature second screen but it also um it would have been planned alongside the ds and the ds was first announced nintendo talked about a third pillar alongside the Game Boy and GameCube. It was not initially pitched as a replacement handheld despite the fact it could play GBA games. The DS was released in 2004 and the material posted by Blah 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 has a copyright um, date year 2003-2004. As such, this could actually represent a backup plan on Nintendo's part if the DS failed. Uh, a lot of Nintendo's hesitation to build the system as a replacement for the Game Boy line likely boiled down to its unique concept. While gamers and developers learned to embrace DS abilities, it was easily the boldest system that Nintendo's ever released. Nintendo's concept paid off and the DS went to become the second best-selling video game system of all time. If the system failed, however, Nintendo might have needed a backup plan.
1: You had the Nintendo Game Boy... Then you had the successor, which was the Game Boy Color, or the Game Boy Advanced. Then after that, Game Boy Color. And then it was supposed to be Iris, but it was the DS instead. Is that what you're saying?
0: Uh, It was supposed to. So what happened is the DS was announced, and Nintendo's like, this is not the new Game Boy.
1: Okay, so they split that out. They're
0: like, this is going to be a third thing we're going to focus on. A third pillar. Pillar. We have the GameCube, we have the Game Boy Advanced, and now we have the DS as well. That's what they were talking about. Even though oh, okay. the DS could already play Game Boy games, which is just weird for them to claim. So basically, Nintendo just did that uh, and developed another Game Boy Advanced. Uh, but the thing is with it, they just, I think they kept it. As a backup plan, if the DS fails. So if the DS failed, they're like, "Yeah, see, we're gonna make another Game Boy. DS didn't really work out. We're gonna just continue it."
1: Yeah, this all came from a massive source code leak, right? So it had codes for the Iris, and then it had codes for some games like Link to the Past, Star Fox, and F Zero, right?
0: Oh, it was a huge leak thing, I believe. Earlier, yeah, it was
1: a huge. So Philipposi like, said
0: launch... the. The Game Boy Advanced, uh, the iris, the Cotonin iris, is very interesting too because it seems very downgraded from the DS. Based on the inputs, it has an A button, B button, select and start, left, right, up, down and L and R. It's basically the same buttons. So the same buttons as the normal Game Boy. It doesn't have an X and Y. Uh, it okay. seems that it could handle 3D games, though, like the DS. It's very interesting. It doesn't seem like it really took off that well, because there's not a lot of stuff known about it. But yeah. we'll get into our quick news, some more quick news. Uh, Bossa Studios has made Surgeon Simulator 2 free for national health Service staff in England
1: <laughs> is this like a joke or is it like is it like would it actually help these people
0: uh, I think of them it's just them being nice or anybody with a um, NHS email can claim surgeon simulator 2 for free until October 22nd
1: so it's like a thing yeah as I see right here it says uh, uh, they joke the Surgeon Simulator 2 community is frankly rubbish at saving Bob. So we think our players need to be shown how it's really done. So they're given. So it looks like that they're allowing Surgeon 2 simulators be played freely by these people. And I don't know if they'll be able to like record it. Raise money for an improved MRI facility. Oh, and any donations going from it. Okay, that's pretty cool. So they're sending donations to um hospitals to help yeah them out. they're
0: also going to run a 24 hour uh speed running event
1: that's what it was
0: the fundraiser will run for 24 hours real doctors attempting to complete a heart transplant the fastest in game <laughs> and we will raise yes. money for an improved mri facilities the stream could be uh also features gameplay from two point hospital this is not the only time Bossa Studios has gifted back to the community. The Dell developer is currently hosting a monthly competition to see which player can build the best in-game lab. Up to five creators can win a sum of $1,000 per month.
1: Per month, dude. Per Oof. month. That's pretty good. It's <laughs> a pretty good like weekend activity right there. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. So let's get into some more technology news, not really much of gaming. NVIDIA delays the RTX uh, 370 launch to prevent another ordering mess. So NVIDIA has announced that it's delaying the GeForce RTX 370 graphics card by two weeks to allow it to build more stock ahead of launch.
1: So the what does shift, this mean?
0: The shift will help our global partners get more graphics cards in the hand of gamers on launch day.
1: How much does it cost? It says that the later models is 1000 $1,000. Is waiting to stock up there. As the de- okay, Nvidia is wait to wait and stock up on the four hundred ninety nine dollar RTX thirty seventy as the demand for the CPU is likely to be skyrocketed. So they're piling up the RTX thirty seventy, in, in thinking that people would buy those more than the the thirty eighty no 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 they lost the 3080 last month and sold out almost immediate okay so they're stockpiling it oh
0: these uh-huh. numbers are confusing i don't know if the thirty seventy is better than the 3080 or 3090. i'm not much of a tech whiz with that so kind of section dumb. but from what it looks like they're gonna hold they're delaying it so they can build up more stock so i think what they're doing is they kind of have a set stock for each thing they're doing but then they saw that last month with the 380 that it sold out almost instantly and inflated people and prices, not people. <laughs> people start inflating. <laughs> people. <laughs> I'm going to keep inhaling until I get one of these. <sighs>
1: <laughs> and they inflated
0: prices. So I think NVIDIA is taking that and they're like, okay, we need more stock. which delayed it two weeks so we can build up more stock before we release it. But I personally don't think two weeks is going to be enough.
1: That would be weird
0: yeah um and then another nvidia related news is china is set to block the nvidia arm deal so nvidia was out to go buy arm a chinese group that is very it's a very popular brand of chipped the arm chip and stuff so i think it's lenovo or something like that lenovo is somehow tied to this computers. Like a lot of computer companies owned by another computer company. It's very confusing to look at this web of computer companies. Though, China um, is rumored to block the deal because they don't want an American company owning a Chinese
1: company. So, they, if they did own it, wouldn't they move out of China? Or would they still sell it?
0: They would still stay in China. Business. It's just America would control them.
1: Oh, and they don't like that idea, kind of like how um, TikTok's a China man, but they have Americans that, yeah, okay. Yeah. So it's kind of like that same situation. Yeah. Makes sense. I understand that.
0: All right, let's get into our last topic for our a bit over half hour discussion, because it's more of a smaller week. Uh, I'll let Jack describe this one because I didn't really read much of it.
1: All right, so this is going. This is kind of running into like quantum computing. If you guys don't know what that is, it's pretty much like they figured out how to make computers that deal with quantum mechanics. And what that is is just pretty much let's say let's take a uh, a particle, right? Let's take this one particle and and it'll move. Its electrical field will move from up to down, and nearly like super fast to the point where it can be both up and down, and uh, information will, can be stored in those little nodes for a very like pretty good amount of time. So when the computer is trying to figure out, hey, if it's a one or a zero, so like let's say ones on top, zeros on bottom, of of the uh, of the atom and it since it moves back back and forth really fast it's both a 1 and a 0 so when it does calculations it doesn't have to switch between 1 and 0 because it's both of them so anything that would take like a computer a thousand like a thousand or maybe a hundred years to figure out it'll take a quantum computer like 30 minutes so it pretty much ups that and right now they have those those little atoms are called qubits now <laughs> that's my best to- Explanation that I can get it. Yeah, here you go. It says it's taking a classical computer 10,000 years to complete, while well, as the uh, quantum supremacy, which is Google's making, which is the quantum computer, it can calculate it in 200 seconds. Now, that's a calculation that they've done right now. So they're up in their game, and uh, they're starting to make quantum computers for... All- as a online server so like people people can get on to the quantum computer for like certain amount of things and then it's pretty much open to the public and that's what google's trying to do and a few other companies are trying to do now however they've updated the quantum computer with silicone because silicone allows the atoms to move faster and more efficiently that's what's going on right there and uh yeah that's about that (laughs) right now they're just just trying to develop quantum computers uh beyond what they can because right now they only have the silicon discs that can hold up to like i think 56 qubits and and they're just trying to make bigger discs so that way they can have bigger calculations and stuff but it's a very big breakthrough on science and trying to figure out the nature of how to predict movement of atoms so we can understand the laws of physics a lot better <laughs> there you go
0: very interesting all right well thank you guys so much for watching this week's frost monkey podcast make sure you check out the sponsor for this video thank you guys so much for watching and i'll see you yep. next week
1: peace out